So my name is George Roadberg. I'm currently a PhD student now, just started here um, at Cardiff University, but I had just recently graduated from my undergraduate degree, starting from 2015, finishing 2019. I've always been interested within the research side of things within psychology, rather than perhaps a clinical practice and things like that. Uh, but initially, I wasn't quite sure what exactly I would like to do field-wise, whether I wanted to go into forensics or... Uh, clinical psychology or cognitive or whatever. But I think I've always had sort of quite an interest within decision making as a whole and gradually became more and more interested within forensic psychology initially, hence why I decided to be able to do a, um, a forensic research placement in my third year. I had the opportunity to be able to design my own research project. So basically I'd, I'd designed a, um, a systematic review looking into contact between children, their incarcerated parents. Towards the end of my research placement I had the opportunity to then present all of the work that I'd done at an international forensic conference in Belgium in Antwerp, having this platform to be able to listen to other people, that kind of research that's going on at the moment that's very on topic, very up to date, was absolutely fantastic. Even though I had finished my degree, I was quite eager to then try and write these up and try and get them published to set me a better standard for my career in the future. When it comes to looking at PhDs, it's either a case of you have an idea already and you know a few supervisors or former lecturers that take you on within this particular area, obviously them themselves being willing to take you on in the first place, um, and then going off to try and, try and find the funding for whether it's from the School of Psychology or whether it's funding it completely externally or somewhere in the middle from research councils and so on. At that stage, I didn't really have too much of an idea. It was, again, I was very, very broad in my fields of interest. So then, you know, the second option would be have a look for what PhD scholarships and funding has already been published for a particular field. Because even though the overarching topic might be designated already, you'll have a lot of flexibility within that scope. So there's all sorts of different things and perspectives that you want to take on with it. When it comes to applying, don't limit yourself too much. It's probably one of the things that I'd advise. I didn't have a massive understanding of human factors explicitly but be able to see all these different overlaps and things that interact with it. So, you know, you've got decision-making. People don't quite understand what exactly human factors is. I mean, when you look at the definition of it, it's sort of generally trying to understand interaction between humans' behaviour and how people would interact with a, an external system of some form. So you're looking at psychological and physiological processes and principles, but applying it to engineering, for example, or product design, or looking at people's interaction within particular workplace procedures. In quotation marks, a standard PhD would tend to be quite focused within the university and the equipment that you have. But with my uh, PhD, I had the opportunity of not just taking advantage of the networks and the research capability that I have within Cardiff University itself. I also have this opportunity to then work within industry as well. So I'm funded by Endeavour. So it's roughly half from Airbus, half from the Welsh Government. So it's completely externally sourced from the university. But obviously I still have the affiliation with the university so I can carry on working both within the university and within industry. What separates what, what I would define as, as an industrial PhD, so to speak, in comparison to a quote-unquote standard PhD, is A, having the opportunity to not just develop the theory, but then also trying to have access to people who work within this industry and trying to understand things specifically from their perspective and develop targeted tasks, 
interventions and so on that are designed specifically for their work that they do. I think also within industry allows you to massively increase the contacts that you can have coming from all sorts of different fields. It's not just within psychology. Um, you'll be able to see massive overlaps with computer science, for example, within engineering, within business, within law. There's all sorts of different areas that it could be applied to. And it's incredibly important to be able to try and expand your network because you never know where you can go. Don't limit yourself to what you think that you want to do in the future. Try and expand things as much as possible. Learn new transferable skills that you'll be able to see, you know, see how these different areas will go into different fields. Over the next 5, 10, 15 years, the area is just going to massively explode with the number of jobs, especially within um, cybersecurity, um, with the development of technology and all these different things. It can only increase. <laughs>